Okay. We've got 30 seconds, everyone. Okay. Are you ready? Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Danny. And we are hashtag Rome Affiliated. Insert music here. This episode of Hashtag Rome Affiliated is sponsored by Better Eyeliner for Better Days. Stay tuned to hear more from our sponsor later in the episode. Hi, Danny. Hi. How are you? Oh, I was about to ask you that. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. That's good. good. We have new shirts today. We do! We do! They're cute. And they're not just hashtag Rome Affiliated shirts. No. They actually all have a story behind them. They do? Should we explain to the good people? Well, well, also we have, don't forget to explain what it looks like to our non-visual listeners. Ah, yes. Well, if you've listened to our trailer or seen our trailer, you will have heard these quotes. Hmm. Oh, you want me to do my <laughs> Ready? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are we saying this together? I don't know, are we? No. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Do you want to? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Toast Hawaii. That's my shirt. <laughs> and then mine says, this girl just wings it. That's why I'm a squirrel. Mm-hmm. We love a little squirrel. We love He's it. really cute. We love to see it. We love the squirrel. So what is, what's the story behind yours? Well, again, if you saw our trailer... You will know that Danny has a squirrel brain. Mm. What does that mean to have a squirrel brain, Danny? <laughs> you need to explain that a little bit more. You forget things. Things fall off the wheel. You bury things and forget about it. And then six years later, it comes back up and you didn't even know it existed. And here we are. That is quite the brain activity. Right. Yeah, I know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, at least you you know that. What's yours? You embrace it. My shirt? Yeah. Toast Hawaii. Wait, are you, are you going to explain <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that the full story is in the, the pieces of our trailer, but not in the actual trailer. It's so true. it's just kind of like a soundbite. But anyway, so the actual story behind Toast Hawaii was because... Harold's never heard this, but... <laughs> there this is there was a Netflix show called Dark. It's German. Cra- it's German. <laughs> just, to, just to throw that it's, out there. Uh, it's a mind bender. It's really weird. It's about like time travel, but like going through like a sewage tunnel. It's the weirdest concept. I, don't I know. have also not seen this, but yeah, one I day. W- sometimes, sometimes I wish I haven't. It's like a fever dream. So I watched it like one season with a friend when it came out um, in university. And then like it took them like a year or so to come up with the second season. And when they did, m- my friend and I got together and we were like, oh, we should watch this. But we, had, we didn't remember the first season like oh, at no. all. It was already so weird, but then we forgot everything that happened. So we, it was, we were just confused and just trying to in, enjoy the insanity. Right. Anyway, so a part of the show is this kid like travels backwards in time and ends up at this house. And this lady comes out and is like, oh, a kid on my doorstep. Sure, whatever. Like, come on in. And then is, he's come like in, lost eh? and a little scared or whatever. So she's trying to comfort him by offering her his or him offering him her like comfort food which she calls toast hawaii and she doesn't explain what it is she keeps just like leading up to it by saying like oh toast hawaii toast hawaii it's like my favorite food i had it when i was a kid and i'm sitting on the couch going man i cannot wait to find out what toast hawaii is it sounds so amazing it sounds so tantalizing i want toast hawaii you know what toast hawaii is what it's a piece of toast with a ring of pineapple on it Fresh from the can. And an egg. In that version, Toast Hawaii traditionally also involves ham and a maraschino cherry. And cheese. So, Toast Hawaii 
is a hot piece of toast, a cold slab of pineapple, meat, and melted cheese, and a and cherry. A sweet, sugary cherry. Toast Hawaii! <laughs> That's the story behind this shirt. Yeah. And if you know me, you know I despise. Despise pineapple. So... I was not impressed in the least bit to find out what Toast Hawaii actually was. I felt like all my dreams were crushed in that moment. Crushed. But still, it's a funny memory. It's funny. So that's the story behind Toast Hawaii. Well, we thought it would be a nice visual to have just good things on our shirts. Because they're funny. Because they're funny. And we can always remember Toast Hawaii is something that's fun and not debilitatingly depressing. Yeah. So we just made it something fun instead. Yay! Those are shirts. I think you should tell the story of... Has that been on the podcast yet? No, not yet. What, what story? Oh, okay. So when we were doing Load In for Woman in Black oh, it, yeah. at the Lantern Theater, mm-hmm. um, this is before I took over as an ASM. Right. Um, one of the... Actually, our ASM was like, it's so creepy in here. And we were like, okay. <laughs> So we're upstairs in the balcony loading lights okay. in and uh, Danny gets the brilliant idea to pop off a very quiet high note from the balcony and that poor gal nearly like lost her mind. She's like, what is that? And like <laughs> nearly ran out of the church because all Danny did was, but like really quietly. In the top in of the church. In a church balcony. Oh, my. The acoustics, I'm sure, were oh, fantastic. they were. Harold thought it was the most amazing thing. He was like, can we add that in the show? <laughs> Did you? No. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, our director kiboshed that. Although, it would have been great. Kiboshed. Yeah. What is that? Totally, like, nixed it off the table. Oh. Cut it down, said no. See, when you say kibosh, I think of the Kobayashi Maru, but that's like, yeah, no. no. Okay. No. <sighs> it's kibosh, not... not- Kobayashi. Where is that from? I have no idea. Oh. We'll have to look that up later. The origin of kibosh is unknown. Though many people think it's Yiddish, the word's earliest use was probably in an Irish neighborhood in London in the early 1800s. Kibosh. Kibosh. It's probably <laughs> it's probably a word that we lifted from another language. It sounds Japanese, but well, it could be completely off on it, that. Yeah, who knows? It could yeah, be some other version of Asian. Yeah. Yeah, but it's probably a word that we lifted from another language and made it our own. Because that happens a lot. Mm. Speaking of accents, hey, we've got a fun game to play, don't we? Well, I hope it's fun. Well, Ray, yes, we do. We're so good at segues here. We really are. I'm <laughs> learning so much about So segues. much. We're just, we, we know how to weave. I had a dip and dodge. Two wheels of random assortments of things. One of Ruh-roh. which things is an accent. Oh, all right. There's a couple wild cards thrown in there too, Uh-oh. and then famous quotes from movies. So I'll oh, feed no. them to you. Okay. And then one at a time or together, whichever. We'll try. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. We have to do our best to say the quote in the accent in the that accent. we are given. Exactly. Oh lord! Oh, jolly good G. All right. Oy. So your quote is from the hit 1980 movie. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yes. Okay. I am your father. Great. And your no accent, one will know that quote. No. Your accent is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> 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 
we have to do it. All right, <laughs> you got all it. right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm your father. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you got to say the quote. Say the quote. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> That's my best Matthew McConaughey. Right? All right, your next quote oh, no. is from the 1969 film Midnight Cowboy. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I love how deadpan you're saying them. This I'm walking. I'm walking here. I don't want to give you any insight into this. I'm walking here. And your accent is Scottish. <laughs> I think you have to go first on this one. Oh, my, the, the Scottish accent just left my brain. <laughs> right? Right? It's coming. You just got to work on Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> I apologize to our friends in Scotland. I apologize to everybody in the world right now. I don't. <laughs> of course you don't. Suck it up. Suck it up over there. Okay, go. All right. Uh, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. No, I'm walking here. No, I'm no. walking here. <laughs> Poor Harold. All right, your next accent is Hispanic. Okay. <laughs> and your quote is from the 1941 film the maltese falcon oh dear the stuff that dreams are made of (laughs) you need to go first miss glam kitchen (laughs) (laughs) you have to like embody well, see, I'm still Scottish. I gotta. I yeah, gotta, like, see, you can't roll your irons. So hard. <laughs> uh, what's the quote again? The stuff that dreams are made of. The stuff that dreams are made of. That nope. was very Scottish. That was very Scottish. That was a that was a yeah. Scottish Hispanic person. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pedro goes to Spain. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> I don't even know geography. <laughs> wow, we suck at this. See, no, we shouldn't have started with Scottish because now we're stuck yeah, in it. Everything's going to be Scottish. It sucks. Well, the Scots are finally taking over. As they should. <laughs> As they should. We're still trying to do Hispanic. Yep, it's not working. It's not working. I need like though. a reference phrase. I know. I'm like, I need Welcome I to the glam kitchen. The glam kitchen. My name is that's more Spain yeah, than Hispanic. I also well, think of puss in boots, but that's also Spanish, not really well, Hispanic. But it's closer they, than Scottish. This is what dreams are made of. That works for hey, me. There we go. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> you want to give it another go, Danny? Maybe. <laughs> Redeem yourself. What is my quote again? The th- Stuff that dreams are made of. Oh, see, I didn't even see the quote. Wait. What was <laughs> the quote? The quote white. <laughs> the stuff the... that dreams are made of. Oh, there we go. Spanish, Scottish. You have to, like, think romance. Romance. <laughs> the next quote oh, no. is aptly romantic. Uh-oh. It's from the 1931 film, Frankenstein. 
It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> In a Russian accent. <laughs> Man, I wish someone would say that to me. It's so romantic. It's so romantic. It's alive. <clears throat> oh, Lord. In Russian? In Russian. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> we do it i just picture steven or no not uh, uh stallone uh what's his first name my sylvester. god sylvester thank you my like god the cat. thanks <laughs> thanks for that he's gonna do the quote <laughs> do the quote <laughs> do the quote do the quote <laughs> do the roar roar <laughs> <laughs> Do a Russian roar now. <laughs> roar. <laughs> roar. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even, no. That's I don't think that worked. Then, yeah. I don't think that worked. Do it. Um, what? Oh, it's alive. Right. Duh. So romantic. How could you forget it? <laughs> how could I forget? It gets stuck in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> hey, listen, we apologize for how bad we were going to butcher these. I'm not sorry. At I'm all. Not, yeah. For all of our listeners who are listening on speakers, I urge you, please listen to that in headphones. Oh. You gave them the warning after it played. I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. This is, I think, our best bit yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> Arnar. All right. So, your next uh, movie quote is from 1989, Field of Dreams. All right. If you build it, he will come. Oh, hey, I remember that. That's what she said. In a Valley Girl accent. <gasps> the best one yet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Valley Girl. What? I just like, what's the quote again? If you build it, he will come. Are you sure it's he and not they? I am reading it off the screen as he. If you want to change it to they, feel free. I don't know if it's correct or not. I just pulled this it off. It would of. be like a valley girl to it correct you when there's no reason right? to. Yeah. Can you go first this time? I, I suppose. Do it. If you build it, he will come. <laughs> if you build it, he'll come. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. With his money. Many money, what? Many, many. Oh, money. I heard many. With his many, many poodles. <laughs> poodles. Poodles. Poodles of poodles. Poodles of poodles. <laughs> <laughs> so many poodles. Oh, this will be a good one. Oh, no. Your accent is Cockney. <laughs> and your quote is from Babe from 1995. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Well, you have to go first this time. That's, oh, man, that's so hard because every time I think of that'll, I think of that'll do donkey. Right? And that's how my brain goes to. And I was like, that's not right. <clears throat> I don't want to go Scottish, but I might just have to at this point. Well, you might have to. <sighs> that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> Are you sure that's Cockney? I don't know. 
don't know. Sometimes they just got to do a face with it and just make it work. Make it work. Okay, you go. I don't, I, I, <laughs> oh, now you got to go now. Suddenly I know. Oh. <laughs> I know. Uh, Colt need not that hard. What do you mean it's not that hard? What do you mean it's not that hard? I was pretending to be you. Uh, really? Mm. <laughs> really? Will we? Really? Will we? I see. Mm. I see how this is going. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. Will it? I don't know. That'll do. Will it? <laughs> that mine's Will like, it? that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. Uh, uh. <laughs> Roast him up on a fire. <laughs> Make him dinner. <laughs> He's bacon. <laughs> What would you name your pig? Crispy bacon. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger? It's a pig. But if you put ham on a burger bun, Ew. it's a ham That's burger. That's true. Why is hamburgers made out of beef? <laughs> I don't know. It should be called a beef burger. They call it a chicken burger when it's made out of chicken, right? but they like to lie to us about the beef. It's not ham. It's not ham. No, it's not. No. Nope. should be, oh, and maybe it's hamburger. Ooh, have we been saying it wrong this whole time? Maybe we have been. Maybe we just changed the colloquialism instead of hamburger. We're saying hamburger because we're lazy and it just yeah. became hamburger. I, there's no reason it should be hamburger. No, it should be hamburger. <laughs> it should be hamburger. I agree. <laughs> I'm going to beat the comment section to this one. <laughs> Hamburgers are related to the town of Hamburg. How was I meant to know that? I don't know, but now you do. Which is in Germany, I, by the way. I don't know if that's actually correct, so I won't claim that to be true. But, but we like hamburger, and we've just gotten lazy with I, our English. I like that more. Knowing is so half the battle. Your next quote oh, gosh. Oh, no. is from the 1962 film Dr. No. 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 Bond. James Bond. Oh, gosh. In a Canadian accent. <laughs> Bond, James Bond. <laughs> it's the lip smack that got me. <laughs> I am not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Who are you going to be sorry to yourself? <laughs> Well, you know, it's a Canadian stereotype. A. 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 Okay, ready? <laughs> yep. Bond, A. James Bond, A. <laughs> <laughs> that there's my brother, John Bond. <laughs> a. <laughs> and over there is my sister, Jane Bond. <laughs> What's all this commotion about? <laughs> the hockey game. The hockey game. Yep. What about the hockey game? Them haps lost. Oh, we've hit one of our wild cards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Your accent is William Shatner. <laughs> okay. And the quote is? The quote, quote is, is from the 1942 film Casablanca. Oh, my gosh. Here's looking at you, kid. Legit, I was gonna say ditto. Um, ditto, yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. But 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 but, I gotta do it my way. Do it your way. Already ready? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. Do it. Here's, looking, at you, kid. 
just said it right to them. Right to them. Do you feel seen? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think this is going to be the last one. It's very energetic. Oh, we could go for hours. On yeah, that. I no. know we could. They're oh, terrifying. We got, we got William Shatner again. Let's, let's. Yeah, scroll that. All right. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's, okay. He's fun to mock. Your quote is from the 1991 film Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Hasta la vista, baby. In a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know what he sounds like. <laughs> I'm not sure I can start this one. <laughs> I just need a second to remember what Christopher Walken sounds like. I've got a fever. The cowbell. Cowbell, yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, but it, it's the best I can do right now. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Christine Walker? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> I never said that, like, mimicking people was my thing. Neither of us said that. That's why this is so funny. Because we sound awful. Awful. It sounds absolutely awful. awful. Okay, I got (laughs) got one more for you. All right. All right. Hit us. Okay. Your accent is Midwestern. (laughs) Okay. Your quote is from the 1995 film Braveheart. Oh, no. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. <laughs> oh boy oh All right. my god oh dear. oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear how, how do we even you've got to start this one because oh I boy the last couple. oh boy throw throw that quote at me again eh oh that's very canadian yeah gotta drop the a minnesota they Minnesota. may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. They may take our lives. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just overpronounce every syllable. Everything. Everything. They may take our lives, <laughs> but they'll never take our freedom. <laughs> Midwestern. Oh, boy. They may take our lives. No, that mm. now you're going Scottish. No, now we're jumping across the pond. And then, then, then. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Get it all out of there. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That there. Um, no, that's that's Canadian. That's Canadian. Minnesota. Minnesota. Don't you gotta get like, the Minnesota. All right. No, no, don't add eight. Don't add eight. You're gonna go Scottish again. Don't roll the R. Don't add eight. Minnesota. Minnesota. Jeez. How many times can we say Minnesota? I don't know. I don't know. They may take our lives, but they can't take. No. They may never take our freedom. But they may never take our freedom. Nope. That's terrible, but that's fine. Your turny. Oh, I thought I already did it. I thought you did too. Did that I count struggled. Or should I do it again? I struggled with that one. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. 
Are you tired of your eyeliner running? Me too! And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so, we got some dad jokes? You ready? Always and forever. Are you starting? Or am I starting? I'll start. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Hit me. I'll start. <clears throat> Not literally. okay what's the difference between iron man and iron woman what one's a superhero and one's a command hey (laughs) what do you call a pirate with two eyes two hands and two legs a normal human being a beginner Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i asked my brother to pass me a leaflet he said brochure Nah. Without skipping a beat, too. He was that on a fly. Whoa. <laughs> Are tectonic plates dishwasher safe? I don't know. I don't know, but they're perfect for continental breakfast. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. How do you know the ghost in your house was a 90s high school kid? Back streets, back, all right. I'm sorry. He smells like teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you mix an insomniac a dyslexic and an agnostic i don't know someone who stays up all night wondering whether or not there's a dog <laughs> it gets better the long i think about it <laughs> wondering if there's a dog <laughs> oh my oh boy it seems everyone wants to focus on speeding up artificial intelligence. Shouldn't we first slow down natural stupidity? <laughs> Am I fiving Harold? <laughs> so one of my friends went up to my Portuguese dad and asked, you're Portuguese, right? And he says, no, I'm Portuguese. And there's only one of me. Oh, I love the internet. Oh, my goodness. Right? What do you call a laughing motorcycle? I have no idea. A Yamaha. (laughs) 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 The penalty box in hockey is such a funny concept to me. Mm -hmm. Big fighty men go in the naughty cube. In prison for sports crimes. (laughs) Go to the terrarium and think about your punching, you knife-footed ice gremlin. All they do is sit there plotting their little gremlin plans for as soon as you let them out of the gremlin cube. <laughs> Knife-footed. <laughs> Knife-footed. Ice gremlin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are we wrong, though? No. Why can't Swedish people run marathons? Why? That would require them to cross the finish line. Ah! <laughs> I have a really good Rome-related joke. Are you okay, ready? Yeah, Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. How was Rome split in two? I don't know. With a pair of Caesars. (laughs) (laughs) Not a pair of Caesars. Caesars. Okay, my last one. All right, all right. I just got hospitalized due to a -a peekaboo accident. Uh Uh-oh. They put me in the ICU. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. That was good. That was good. Good times. Good times. That was good. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. We always love to come back to dad jokes. They're great. Makes you feel a little bit loosey-goosey and giggly. 
Giggly. Mm, giggly. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Lucy Portuguese. Lucy Goosey Portuguesey. No, Portuguese. You are a porch goose? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm a porch goose. I'm a goose that squats on the porch. <laughs> it's like Doug from Up. I hid under your porch because I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> you porch goose. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. What are right. we doing? What are we, what are we doing next? What's our next t-shirt design? All right. Uh, grab your paddles. Oh, We're gosh. Do a All right. Bit of story time with Babysitter Harold. Mm. All right, Harold. This is for those of you who are or watching, listening, not watching. Those of you who are listening, not watching. It's time for that's Am fair or Nabra. Yes, <laughs> that yes, <laughs> that exactly that. Yeah, that one, we've got yeah. our paddles. We've yeah. got our that's fair and Nabra. If you yeah. were watching or listening to last episode, you will know that this is because we are doing the "Am I the a hole?" stories, yep. and we answer Nabra if you are the a hole. And that's fair if you aren't. And we have paddles to show. We have paddles. So we will try and remember to explain. If you are listening, you will not see the paddles. Nope. If you are watching, you will see the paddles. That's simple. Please listen carefully. Hmm. Our first story. Will I be the a-hole for giving my old cello to a fellow student in need and not my niece-in-law? I've, 36 male been learning the cello for eight years and attending the same music school since starting. I started learning late in life because I grew up in a poor family that couldn't afford things like instruments and music lessons. I met Chloe while we were both waiting to go into our lessons a few years back. We speak often about random stuff on the regular because our lessons have always fallen into the same time slot and we're both in the orchestra, etc. She's about 13, very polite and eager to learn and treats her very cheap rubbish instrument that her parents got her for, uh, sorry, that her parents got for her from an online store like Gold. I know her parents, they're lovely people. It's all they can afford. I'm not shaming them, but if you know anything about instruments, you know what I mean. It's also only half size and far too small for her, but there's not a single scratch on it, and she practices every spare minute. I've recently ups- I've recently upgraded to a performer instrument and a trade-in on my $9,000 cello, which would have gotten me only 4000 back, so I decided to keep it and sell it myself. I'm pretty well off now, but I know what it's like to be where Chloe is, so I've taken pity on her. I usually gift her something at Christmas, like her next grade of music book, rosin, and a gift card from the local luthier to get a new bow and have her instrument serviced. But having not had time to list my old cello for sale and even know where to, my good deed string... Oh yeah, my good deed strings got plucked at thinking that my old instrument would likely mean the world to someone like Chloe, whose parents will likely never afford a decent instrument for mm-hmm. her. But stupid me mentioned this idea to my sister-in-law, Gail, who has a daughter, 14 female, we'll call her Alice, and she told me that Alice wants to learn the cello, and instead that I give the instrument to her daughter instead, as it's too valuable to give to a stranger's kid. Alice is her own little dude, and we get along quite well, but she has never mentioned wanting to learn an instrument to me until she watched Wednesday, and now it's cool all of a sudden. Alice Alice hasn't stuck with anything for long. She follows fads and jumps from one thing to another and is, for lack of a better word, spoilt and based on her track record. Handing her anything other than a student cello as her first instrument would be a waste, as I'm unable to convince myself that she would even practice, let alone reach a point that would call for this level of instrument. Mm. Where Chloe is at a point where, yes, this instrument is slightly too big for her right now, but she needs it, and call me what you'd like for this part, but I'd feel happier about giving it away to someone that needs it like Chloe, rather than someone that just wants it but is connected to me, you know? 
but that has me worried that I might be seen as an a-hole on this decision. Family first, question mark. The music school is putting on a Christmas carol tonight, and I intend to gift the cello to Chloe at the end, but I'm still conflicted about it. That's fair. That's totally that's fair. fair. You like are you were barely halfway through the story, and I was like, "That's fair." Yeah, I'm like, unless you're gonna turn around and like scream at your nephew or niece or whatever. Yeah. Nah, for sure, that's fair. That's fair. That is completely and utterly um, fair. Not the a hole. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, I'm sure this gay old lady just wanted the cello because it's worth nine thousand dollars. Oh yeah, she could have turned around and sold it. Exactly. So I think she just wanted it to to say, "Oh well, look what we got." For their kid who clearly is a spoiled brat. Whereas Chloe sounds like she would be one to appreciate it. And I mean, us coming from the arts, we understand instruments are expensive. Mm -hmm. So having something that she would appreciate and having like, especially knowing that her student cello is a piece of garbage. Definitely not the Mm -hmm. asshole. Oh yeah, not the a hole. Not no, I not mean, a, no. Chloe's that's already fair, man. Chloe's already proven that yeah. clearly she's the one that is in need of the cello and deserves I mean, it. I don't think we were given enough information about the the niece or whatever to yeah. assume that niece in law. It just but like what blah, 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 words yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from what OP said, pretty obvious that the fad follower and whatnot. Yeah. Like music is hard. Yeah, learning an instrument is hard and takes um you know. Copious amounts of hours Copious of practice. Copious amounts of practice and yeah. perseverance and commitment. Yeah. And it's not something you just like Pick decide up. to do on a whim like some people do, but they, they yeah. have the, the tenacity to stick with it. Yeah. And Chloe has shown, obviously, that she has the tenacity to stick with it. And I agree. the niece has shown that she clearly doesn't with a lot of things. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Give the cello to someone who actually would use it. And appreciate it. And appreciate it. For what it and is. And who needs it. Like who yeah. can't get one of their own. Like, yeah, I agree. Oh no, am I the asshole for doing a good deed? No. Oh, no, you are not. No. No. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> People are going to think we rehearse these. We don't. Except that we don't. They are completely and 100% live. <laughs> so this is this is how Ray and I sync up, man. We just pick a tone and Match. Roll with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is what we do. Mm-hmm. 100% off the, off the, what is it? Off the cuff? Off is the that cuff? what it's called? Yeah, the cuff. Yeah, off yeah. the cuff. We don't have cuffs. Well, we have sleeve cuffs. Like no. shoulder sleeve yeah, okay. cuffs up here. Does that count? Just not like cuff. wrist cuffs. Yeah. Here. Off wrist the cuffs? Off the vein. Yep. Next story. Yep. This is one where I'm not going to read you the title because it kind of gives it away. All oh, right. another one of those. Yay. It's a bit of a funny one and I'm curious to to hear this one. Oh boy. It's a bit of a battle of the sexes kind of thing. Uh-oh. Ooh. What's up, Reddit? Hey. 35 male here. My wife, 32 female, bought herself this awesome hair dryer from Dyson last month. Okay. And she paid over $400 for yep. it. Yes, they're expensive. Yep. This is easily the coolest hair dryer I've ever seen. It's silver slash purple and has this really cool design. Reminds me of the plasma rifle from Halo. Super quiet as well. You can Sweet. dry your hair in stealth mode. <laughs> okay. Nerd. I was so impressed by this dryer that I asked my wife if I could use it too. Mm-hmm. She said I could use it whenever I wanted, and it was good that I use it to better get our money's worth. I started using it every morning after my shower to dry my hair instead of just towel and air drying like I used to. I have short hair, so it only took a minute to dry. Still felt like I wasn't getting much use out of it, so I started experimenting. I tried Uh-oh. drying my armpits, makes applying deodorant much nicer, and I started drying down below. Side note, 100% 
do recommend. Without going into much detail, it just feels a lot more hygienic throughout the day. This morning, my wife walked into the bathroom after my shower and saw something perhaps she wasn't meant to see. For the record, I did not intend for her to come in, but I didn't have the door locked. I had one foot on well, the that floor. that was your first mistake. One foot on the counter. Hair dryer in hand pointed toward Venus and Earth. I may have <laughs> been humming the Halo theme as well. My wife had a bit of a freak out and was like, what are you doing? I stopped and reminded her that she said I could use the dryer whenever I wanted. With her $400 hair dryer. She countered it with saying that she didn't say I could use it that way. So I'm not sure if my wife has a point here. I definitely did not explicitly state how I was going to use the dryer, but there was no conversation of limitations beforehand. Am I the a-hole? Nah, <laughs> bruh. So the a-hole. What the heck? The title, I mean, the title I, of this post is, Am I the a-hole for using my wife's $400 hair dryer on my nards? lead with that I, yeah. but i mean i agree like why would you why here's the thing why why would you blow dry down there you're not necessarily a full-on a-hole but you but, are in fact in the wrong <laughs> you don't you don't take someone else's hair dryer especially one that that's expensive and and you use just it in, in that way like i get you just got out of the shower but bro Bro, that's what towels Bro. are for. It's like if we shared a towel and I used it to dry my, my area, and then and then I let you use it. Like, it's and not... you wiped your face. Like, yeah. no. no, like no, no. That's not. That's a place that just you either use a regular air hair dryer because or it's not going to get anywhere close to it or touch it or anything like that. Air or you dry. just let it air dry. Or a towel. A towel works towel. great for that area. That's why they invented towels. It's called. A hair dryer for the hair on your head. Well, but technically there is hair there. Well, but it's for the hair on your head. I know. I'm st- I'm still. It's a nabra for me. Nabra. Nabra. I, I agree with you, just not to the whole reasoning and extent behind it. Well, so. what's your reasoning? Well, have a conversation more. Like, let's be communicative here. Sure, he assumed. Can, you know, he we assumed, should communicate. Yeah. Communicate. We we should do the communit. <laughs> yep. That does make life a lot easier if we communicate it. Yep. With the, with the words but, um, and, the, and the compromises yeah, and stuff. At least be like, hey, would you be cool if I like dried down there with it? <laughs> and if she said, nah, bro, then don't do it. Don't do it. Exactly. But don't just be like, oh, I'm going to dry my nards gonna, with it. I'm going to experiment. To get my money's worth. I'm going to if you don't think you're going to get your money's worth out of it because you have short hair grow out your hair or it's just going to last longer because you won't burn out the motor or blow dry the dog there you go blow dry Ah, the dog and on that note let's go to the next one (laughs) is the next one about a dog no oh Oh, that would have been been great set you up really well that would have been the best segue i was so excited all right all right am i the a-hole for eating my cupcake outside what please explain i have a 10 year old daughter who loves frosting every week i buy cupcakes for me my wife and her and she always eats my frosting these past few weeks i decided to eat my cupcake before going inside she asked me where my cupcake is and i told her i don't like cupcakes anymore so i only bought two 
It worked for a while, but last night when I was enjoying my cupcake before going inside, she caught me and ran to her mom to tell her how much of a terrible dad I am <gasps> to steal her frostings for weeks. She is sulking, and my wife thinks I'm the a-hole, and I'm acting childish and should just let her have it. But it's easy for her to say when she has never given up, when she has never given up her frosting. Am I the a-hole? That's fair. I agree. Children be spoiled. <laughs> Children Ch- don't need everything. So, that is my frosting. Well, yeah. Miss. It's like, excuse me, that's my parental tax as part of my parental unit card. These kids nowadays, they get whatever they want just because they pull a pout. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. I'm nah. sorry. That is my Kid, frosting. get off your high horse. No, like, I want your frosting. Well, I don't care. You know care. what? I want a million dollars. We can't all get what we want. Guess what? I'd also like to eat my own damn frosting. Yeah. Guess what? I would like a few minutes of peace, but here you are. Here you are. Here you are. I love, I love you, you to please pieces. Please leave. I love you so much. You can have your frosting. You are more than entitled to your own dang frosting. If you want to share, that's a different story. And if you wanted to share like once, like, oh, yeah, it's cute. You want my frosting? Here you go. But that doesn't mean it has to be a thing. Every, every time. time. Thanks for like <laughs> helping me with my point. That was, You're welcome. That just hit home. <laughs> I just Gave dropped that the little one-two punch. Yep. <laughs> just like Drop dropped the, it. Yeah. Mm. Mic drop. Bam. If, if I remember correctly from the post, there is a very wholesome ending to that where they had a conversation. Oh, and, good. and she was like, Excellent. oh, I won't eat your frosting all the time. It's cute and we love each other and we share and whatever. But she understands. So mm-hmm. it was, well, a, that's it was good. a good end. Full shizzle. I got Mad another mizzle. one. Uh-oh. This is another one where I don't want to give the title away. This is a, I, this is a weird one. I was like, this is bizarre. Okay. My 33 male wife, 31 female, and I just had, and I just had our daughter, our first child, three months ago. My family has a tradition where the firstborn will get a special stuffed animal. I got one from my mother when I was born, who got one from her mother, who got one from her father, and so on and so on. The reason that it's special is because the stuffing is made from their parents' hair. The way it works is that once a child is old enough to start getting their hair cut, their parent will save as much of that hair as they can. When the child becomes a parent themselves, the new grandparent will use the saved hair to make a stuffed animal to give to the baby. The hair in the toy represents the new parent's connection to the child and is a tangible measure that shows that they'll always be close by. The care taken by the new grandparent in collecting the hair and using it to make the toy represents the child's connection to its family history and is a tangible measure that shows the extended family will always support them. In short, the stuffed animal is a way of connecting the new life to their new family. After my daughter was born, my mother spent a lot of time making a stuffed bear from scratch to fill with my childhood hair. She just finished last week. Since my leave from work is just about over, I was excited to give my daughter the bear and share the tradition with my wife. I thought she would think it was sweet, but she blew up at me. Instead of liking the bear, my wife said it was gross and disgusting and that she wouldn't have it around her daughter. I told her that it's our daughter, not hers, and that there's nothing disgusting about my family's tradition. She said it was unhygienic. I told her that it's not. The hair is clean and well-preserved. We argued, and eventually she said that if I ever put that thing near her daughter, that she would throw it in the trash. I was shocked. This is something that represents decades of my mother's work and planning and generations of my family's history. I told my wife that if she's so cruel and callous about something that means so much to me and my family, then she's not the person I thought she was. She just called my family's tradition weird and culty. I don't know what to do. I didn't think my wife was this kind of person. I told my mother about the fight, and now she's feuding with my wife, too. My wife then got her family involved before calling me some vulgar names. But am I really an a-hole for wanting to give my special girl her special bear? 
there's a lot to unpack there. I feel like there's a lot more you should be asking than just are you the a-hole for wanting to give your daughter a bear with your hair? That sounds like a whole family problem. Sounds like divorce is coming. I think you and your wife have a lot more issues than a bear full of hair. I think so, too. At but first like, I was like, wow, a bear full of hair, that's that's a little psycho. Yeah. But I get it. I guess you can see how that's kind of cute. But then it, it went, it kept going. I was like, oh my gosh. It's like a train wreck. You just I don't can't even look know, away. I don't even know how to judge this one. Yeah. The mm. question he asked felt like it wasn't the question he should be asking. Agreed. Um, I mean, there's, there's just so much to unpack. Mm. I'm on the fence. I mean, in some case, in some ways, he's he's an a hole. Why was this something and you like brought up to your wife after the bear was made? Did yeah, you I'm never like, talk about you... this family, this very deep and personal and super nice family connection, past history, whatever right, thing. I'm like, before you had a kid, would you not have your bear that you would have shown yeah, your would you wife? Never brought it up when you were dating. Was it really that special to you if you had never talked about it until the moment you wanted to present it to your daughter? I don't know, man. I'm, mm, Here's but, the thing. But to at the same time, like to, to answer pack- your very smally minded specific question, I don't think you are an a hole for wanting to pass on a tradition to your daughter. Agreed. No. However, the rest of it, though, very much so. <laughs> and the fact that, you know, he went to his mom and she started bickering with his wife and then she brought in her family and You're they both started a-holes. bickering. <laughs> Wow. Everyone's an a-hole. <laughs> Just, you're an a-hole. You're an a-hole. You're an a-hole. Nah, brah, to nah, all of you. The whole family needs some work. That I think there's some therapy a, there. Oh, that was a, just a big Whew. claustrophobia thing. of Cluster. What, cl- cluster? Bomb. Whatever. We'll just call her cluster bomb. Cluster bomb. That was a cluster bomb. Yeah. Jingle jangle. Bojangle. That jingle was a dangle. great one to end on. Wow. <laughs> Time for a dad joke. What do you call a dictionary on drugs? What? Well, I mean, if you were to say a dictionary, I swear to God, I would cut you. But... In fact, the answer should be high definition. Did you just threaten to cut me over a dictionary? <laughs> you know, like addiction? Yeah, theory? yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> high definition. <laughs> funny, no. It's a whole long pun. It all connects together. I would have taken that. Breaking the, breaking the tension, because that was a lot. Whoa. That box was... Oh, wow. That was a whole thing. Oh, wow. Whole thing. You are... Goodbye. Goodbye. What's next? If you were to be, or sorry, no. If I were to be, no, 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 no. I were to be, what would I be? You could answer that. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them twerking. What? (laughs) You don't want to see people twerking? How do you think mermaids twerk underwater? Well, I, I don't know. How do you think <laughs> they twerk? It's just like a weird sluggish yeah, movement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the worm, but like underwater. That'd be weird. It's a sea cucumber. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's no worse than the the it's the, the the other version of the Aladdin song that we sang last week. I can show you some, some trash. <laughs> Thank you for gracing my ears with that. <laughs> you are most what welcome. Grand. And to everyone else, you are most welcome. Are so, they wonderful harmonies? They are absolutely wonderful. Oh, off face. Look at us go. All right. So my question is. Yes. In a hypothetical world. world hypothetical world. Where anything is possible. Uh, hi. What exotic animal would you choose to keep as a pet? Dragon. Exotic, not mythical. 
Well, that counts, does it not? Yeah, dragons are so exotic and dead. She's crushing my dreams. She was an exotic animal then. Right. Like not a normal pet. I don't know. What would you keep? Mm, I don't know if this counts as exotic because they are Canadian, but I would keep a moose. Really? They are my favorite animal. Do you know how big they are? I know. That's what makes them so exciting. Would you ride it? Could you imagine? Put a, put a, put a saddle on it? Oh my gosh. I would love that. I would love to be able to raise a moose from a little, little moosely. Eat a little. And then it goes moosely. bigger and then I get to ride it around and the giant antlers. Did you know moose can dive up to 20 feet in the water for food? Well, yes, Rocky, I did. Did you know that? I did. And they can swim for like 180 kilometers. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, take a break. They're so cool. I love moose. I would have a moose as a pet. That would be my answer. If you want something like not Canadian. Well, I mean, on the Canadian side, I think I'd probably take a beaver. I'd want a beaver. A beaver. A beaver. You'd have to feed it wood because they are destructive if you don't feed There's a forest wood. out back. It's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's it fine. won't be out there for long. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Our camera died. died. Do, 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 do. Well, we have to do a rum fact. Oh, that's how we end the episode. Fact of the day with Harold. Roman spouses kissed their wives on the mouth at the end of the day, but instead of doing this to show their unconditional love, they were checking their partner's breath to see <gasps> if they had been sitting around drinking all day. Yeah. I guess that's Wine one mom. way. Wine mom. Get off the couch. Teresa, have you been drinking again? <laughs> You've been on the alcohol. For shame, woman. Shame. Why weren't you out there prostituting? Like all the other good girls. Get out of the house. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to Hashtag Romaffiliated. I'm Ray. I'm Danny. And we'll see, see you, you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Please don't do